Pray what you mean and mean what you pray. Amen. (laughs) Welcome everybody back to the Valdoco podcast. I am Father Steve. I'm Vicky. I'm Amy. And we're back for week number five of Lent. And I'm going to start out with a public confession. (laughs) Nice. Last week. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Last week, I messed up the soundboard. We had a terrible recording. So we couldn't use the recording because it was too bad. It was really terrible. And I also said in my little eight minute podcast that there was nobody in the office. That's why I had to do it alone, which wasn't true. Amy was in the office, but I am no one. (laughs) She's not no one. But this is the thing. When you try to do things on your own, you think it's better. It's easier just to do it alone. But it's not true. It's not true. And I've actually had a lot of those experiences this week. So that'll go into our reflection, but just a public confession that um, it was my fault that the episode didn't work and I was alone for eight minutes <laughs> and you were stuck with just me for eight minutes. Sure, they loved it. But yeah, it was a takeover. Yeah, this they is probably the really liked want. it. Yeah, and they probably were like, Father Steve, finally. <laughs> no other voices. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, do back. you forgive him? Do you forgive him, Amy? It took me a week, but yes. <laughs> Thank God. So we're back, all three of us. Uh, to share on this week five but as you know and we've said over and over again this lenten podcast season has been with saint francis de sales with the book live today well by father thomas daly who's an oblate of saint francis de sales and each week has built upon each other so now we are week five Uh, so if you're just joining us go back and look at the other weeks listen to the other weeks Uh, there's a podcast uh, pdf that goes through some of the things that we've gone through over these five weeks and we've reached week five which is uh, kind of the end of living today well meaning it's the examination of conscience kind of how do we end our day um, so you know week one was just the awakening how do you start your day with god your preparation for the day then we went through working and studying directing our intention uh, the leisure time and the free time that we have and eating so kind of taking all our different parts of the day and seeing how we can live those well. How do we recognize that we are in God's presence? So we thought we'd just kind of do a little recap, maybe some good points, on, uh, especially since last week you only kind of heard from me. Well, you only not only kind of heard from me, you only heard from me. Um, but Vicky and Amy, uh, just to kind of share a little bit on, on that free time, because it really is, the free time is kind of the most important almost, because when we're working, when we're studying, you know, maybe we're distracted and we don't necessarily get into trouble. But free time is when a lot of temptation comes, a lot of uh, choosing maybe things that don't give us life. So an opportunity to really look at our free time, our leisure time, um, and seeing how that is helping us live each day well. So I don't know, Vicky, if you want to share a few things. So I got to share a little bit because Father Steve had a takeover and then so did I for our Instagram. I got to do our Wednesday post, but it was really inspired by like the the podcast that you had shared, I think it helped a lot just to kind of like streamline thoughts on it. Um, I, I was able to go and spend time with my grandparents after the Salesian Leadership Retreat. And um, they live really just like simple lives, right? Like they're both, um, my grandfather is already retired and my grandmother is retiring. Um, so I just got to spend time like in their normal day to day, like just insert myself and not they didn't change anything because I was there, which is good. I really love that. Um, but just like good time spent over meals. Um, they have a lot of property. So like just going for walks and enjoying like the different like things that happened. So it rained. I got to like 
took a shower and like dried my hair outside, like sitting in the sun. Like that was just like the best way to like feel refreshed. And then just really spending time with them, like good conversations um, and just like a lot of listening, um, just like hearing the things that they have to say and them they ask a lot of the same questions when I go, just like, what do you do? So like just talking about that and explaining, you know, and, and just catching up was so good. Um, it makes me like miss that in my everyday life. But then, you know, I did, I came home, right. And wanted to continue some of the things that I experienced there. So like spending like time making a meal that like, that I'm like really going to enjoy, right? Spending time doing that and like being attentive to what I'm putting on while that's happening. You know, is it just me paying attention to cooking or is it like I'm listening to something and then what am I listening to? Like, what is that offering? What is it leading me to? Why am I doing that? So I think just that week allowed me to be more intentional about how I'm spending that time. Um, and then just getting back into routine, right? Like it was essentially a spring break and like, that's not the reality of my life. Um, so how was I going to fill those times? So, okay, if I'm watching something, like I'm not like binging watching it. Um, or if I'm reading something, like I'm going to read one chapter, not five chapters. Um, and then just trying to like give time to things that are also like important. Like I still have homework. I still have work to do. Um, so being present in those things. But because I was refreshed in other ways or I felt like my free time allowed me to rest that recreated right that was talked about um i didn't feel so exhausted you know or um this past weekend like sunday was spent an entire day with friends and it was really busy a lot of fun but i felt i didn't feel exhausted because i had spent all this time with people and i was distracted but i felt tired because it was a long day full of like good activities that like I went to bed and I was like, wow, what a day, like such a good day. Right. Um, but all of that, because I was able to be intentional about it. So it was really, really nice. Beautiful. Some of the things for me is that with the new year, I had made a decision or like a resolution or intention to be, um, to pick up my phone less. So, I had kind of already started this idea of trying to recreate more intentionally at that point. And for me, removing my phone was something so that I could make space for other activities. So it wasn't just removing the phone for the sake of removing the phone, but now that's going to free up all this time. And what am I going to do at that time? And I feel like during Lent, it's allowed me to be more intentional with seeing what God wants me to do with those opportunities now when I'm done with my day for work or when I wake up in the morning on a weekend and I don't have anything to do until the afternoon, what am I sp uh, filling those spaces with? And trying to pick the things that are going to be life-giving for me instead of, as you were talking about, Vicky, like just being drained. But what are the things that are actually giving me life and feeding my soul? And so that can look like reading or that can look like being outside or moving my body um, or being with people, but to be more intentional of asking God, in this moment, what are the things that I can do as opposed to just constantly falling into, okay, well, I have an hour or I have 10 minutes or whatever it may be. So I'm just going to go on my phone mm -hmm. and I'm going to do something. Even when I'm out at places, the tendency was always, okay, I'm, I'm alone. I'm just going to take out my phone. But when you're more conscious about how many times you're picking your phone up, then all of a sudden, ooh, I have to be in this public place and I'm just sitting here 
by myself and I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I'm not on my phone right now. So just looking at all those different moments as being opportunities. Um, and for me, one of the biggest struggles with this is the idea of momentum. If I sit down, I don't want to get back up. And so after a long day at work, if I don't decide, okay, I'm going to go for a walk right now, or I'm going to do this thing with my husband, I'm just going to sit on the couch and I'm not going to get back up until I have to get ready for going to bed. And so I think just making that decision when I know that I'm better at making the decision that I'm just not even going to sit down, I'm going to go do the thing. Um, that for me was the tricky part and it's okay. Like there's balance. Some days you want to just sit on the couch and sometimes that's what you need, but it's just intentionally making that decision before you fall into the trap of, I'm never going to get up again. I'm just going to be here watching TV or on my phone or whatever that may look like. Good. And so, yeah, thanks for sharing. Good to hear your point of view. <laughs> no problem. You can't get rid glad, of us. Glad you're back on the podcast. <laughs> um, but I think it's important. I think each one, and that's also why a life of prayer is important, not a life of reflection. So you can see what is going on and how you're using your time and what is actually helpful for you, what is giving you life and what is not. And, and it's a, it's a progress. No, it's a work in progress always. And that's the patience with, uh, patience with ourselves, the, the patience that God has with us to learn what is, what is helping us. No? So we just, uh, yeah, keep going. And again, all of these things that we've done since the very beginning, the preparation for the day, the first thoughts, direction of attention, studying, working, these kind of things that we're moving. It's not just during Lent. No, it's, this is, was hopefully supposed to be not one of those Lents that we do something for 40 days and then we forget about it after Lent is over. Right. That this really should change, change mm -hmm. the way we live, change the way we think, change the way we, we relation, we have our relationship with God and with others. And that kind of gives us now momentum to go into this last um, shift that we have, this examination of conscience. Uh, because at the end of the day, we look at all of those things. You know, we look at everything that we've done throughout that day to see what we've, what we've done. You know, and the good things we've done, the bad things, the, the struggles, um, and where we need to grow. And so in the PDF that, uh, that Amy put together, we have this kind of the evening examine, the fifth shift. And the first part is just to really give thanks. You know, give thanks for the day. Give thanks for specific people, specific things that happened. Um, asking for grace, asking for forgiveness. So just spending a few moments, um, yeah, just sitting with God, asking for uh, for that grace to help you kind of review the day, um, ask forgiveness where it needs to be forgiven, and to really give thanks for, for everything. And then the second part is to really go through, like, how did you live the four shifts? Like, how did you start your day? Did you hit the snooze? Did you completely forget about God in the beginning of the day? Did you do your, you know, your preparation for, for your day? How was your working situation? How was your studying? How distracted were you? Like, did you actually get some things done? Did you cross a lot of things off your list? Or were you, um, you know, just bouncing from one thing to another and not getting anything done? So, like, how did you actually study that day? How did you actually work that day? How did you treat the people that you met along the way? In your workplace, on the road, in the grocery store, wherever you were throughout the day? Um, and then how was your free time? How were the moments that you really spent time relaxing? Did you go for a walk? Did you do something healthy? Did you make some decisions in your life to really feel recreated at the end of the day? And the biggest thing, like, did you spend time in prayer throughout the day? Did you call to mind that you were in the presence of God? Did you ask God for help? Did you ask God for forgiveness when you did something wrong? Did you, um, whatever, ask for grace throughout the day? Like, how was your relationship? Was it just, you said something in the beginning and then you didn't think about God for the rest of the day? Or was there kind of a conscious 
um, contact with God throughout the day. And then the last part of it is to ask God for the grace to live the next day well. Make some sort of resolution. Um, so this is the challenge. Now this is the shift for this last week until we begin Holy Week pretty soon. Um, so this last next week of Lent, to really look at your evening, your, your examination of conscience. So to give thanks, ask for grace and forgiveness, and then just to go through your day and see how you, how you did um, through that day. And, you know, it says in the book here that really this prayer, this, this practice, its ultimate purpose is the transformation and conversion of our lives, of our hearts. So looking at the day and then looking at where is our heart, not so much in the actions. St. Francis de Sales is not focused on the sin, not focused on the actions that we do throughout the day. He's really focused on the person and the relationship with God and other people. So it's all about relationship. So the focus is, is the relationship and not so much just a list of things that you did wrong or the things of things you did well. Like it's not such a focus on the actions, but really on the relation, the relation of the person with God and the relation with yourself and relation with, with others. So that's kind of the, the idea here. This is the shift. This is what we're supposed to be working on this next week. Um, this examination of conscience. So I don't know if either of you have something you want to bring up or something that uh, some good things that happened over this week. Because again, we tried to do the shift one week earlier so that we can have some practical things to talk about. Um, so Amy, you look like you're ready to go. <laughs> yep, that's me. Always ready. <laughs> um, this one, for some reason, just felt like the n most natural for me of all the changes that we did. And it's not something that I had ever regularly done in the past. So it's not like I was already doing a daily examination of conscience. So this is easy for me. I have tried in the past to get into the rhythm, but this was the first time that I actually did it regularly every single day for, you know, over a week straight. And it just seemed very natural to do that. And so I really appreciated that this wasn't something that I did. I needed a reminder for, whereas for everything else was constantly forgetting, yeah. but it was easy for me to insert into my routine. And I think one thing that I noticed was when I do an examination of conscience for confession, you need a lot of times to have guiding questions for you, or I'm going to think about the 10 commandments. I'm going to think about the corporal or spiritual works of mercy, or just maybe a general examination of conscience that someone gives you. But when you're able to actually go through every single day doing it, you can just look at the day and you don't necessarily need guiding questions. You can just revisit every moment and just say, like you were talking about the relationship, was did I bring God into that moment? Did I allow him to be present to me? Um, did I act the way that I could have acted you know, if I was giving into my best self, this is the most virtuous way that I could have done this. And it totally gave me a different way of examining my conscience than I've ever done before to be able to just look at my day and that be the examination itself. And I think another thing that I really enjoyed by doing this was that I could visit the good moments too. So usually with an examination of conscience, you don't go into a priest at confession and say, okay, so here's all the things I did wrong, but here's all the ways that I'm actually super awesome. <laughs> um, but I could go through the day and be like, I was really good in this area. Like this, this was a success. This is what I want more of in my life. And I asked for the grace to do this in the morning and I did it well today. And maybe yesterday it was awful and maybe tomorrow will be awful too, but today I did it really well. And to have that be an affirmation that 
you don't always have to just look at your sinfulness. Like you can look at your goodness too. And to be like, that's really encouraging. That's almost a better way. Like if you just focus on the goodness more and then as you're continually drawn to that more and more and more, you're going to be less drawn to the other things as well. It's kind of like positive reinforcement. Yeah, that was my experience. Which okay. is great. Yeah, because yeah. that's exactly the solution spirituality by attraction. No, and I think that's what we're, we're looking for. St. John Bosco, show them the beauty of virtue and the ugliness of sin. And so the more we can look at our own life and see the little moments of beauty, the little moments of acting virtuously or acting well, living the faith, we're going to see how much life that gives. And that's, that's the way we want to live our life. That's the person I want to become. That's the way I want to live. And so starting to make little decisions by attraction, you know, like, okay, I, I can do, actually do that. So let's do a little bit more of that. And then, okay, I, I'm doing well here. Let's try this area. Let's try this area. So I think we can never forget that we do sin. You know? And there is room, like we need to think about that. We need to recognize that we need to go to confession. We're, we sin, all these things. But if we're just focused on that, it's, it becomes very heavy, very depressing. And I, I just don't think that's the full life that God is calling us to. So I think that's what you said is, is spot on. And that's, that's good stuff. Mine was not that good. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it just... Uh, it's it was hard it's i forget really fast and like my day goes by i thought it was going to be easier if i'm being honest like when i was going through my day okay like i'm previewing my day so like that means that like i know my day is going to have in store no i'm so sorry <laughs> i would at the end of the night when i was like saying my you know three home marys things like that whatever the standard thing that i do like it was just like Thanks for this day. <laughs> Eyes are closed. See you tomorrow. <laughs> like one eyes, maybe one piece of consciousness is left on. Um, so it just like was not the best, not every day, right? There were some days that were a little bit better than others. But um, yeah, I definitely just like realized that I like forget so much of the good and bad things, mainly like the things that I fail at. I'm like, you didn't fail. Yeah, right. Um, because I do fall short. And then I would have realized like, I figured I felt like it was in the morning, like when I was doing my preview, asking for God to like be with me, like this is what I need. Then I was like, oh man, you messed up that yesterday, didn't you? You know what I mean? Um, but so I guess I was a little a little too tired this week. But um, but again, a work in progress. And I do the prompts are helpful for me. Like it didn't feel as natural. Um, like I still do, like still needed to like go through and like really think about and put myself back to where I was so that I could like fully examine, but I do think, especially like in the season of Lent, it's such a good time to begin to practice this because of like the readings that were offered. Um, I can't remember which Sunday it was, but it was just like, like, you know, God offers, God is offering us like in this season to like, to come back to him. Right. And like, that's kind of why, like, it's okay. Yes. We strive to like go 40 days uh, either adding, taking away things, going through like the prayer, almsgiving and fasting, fasting. Um, silly. Um, and like, we're going to mess up, right? Like that's because we're human. Um, but like we're striving for it, but that we're literally in this season that's offering us a moment to like continue to try again and turn ourselves back to God, right? That God is saying like, come back to me and that we can, right? So like the messing up, like as hard as it is, like God is like a God that wants us to change. Like he wants us to be better. He wants us to be like full people, like living with him, you know, like in communion with him, like going to reconciliation so that we can think about like, okay, these are 
these are the ways that I'm messing up and I really want to try to avoid it. Like being honest with ourselves, holding ourselves accountable, being self-aware, like that's what we're being called to do, you know? And, and I think it says more about like where I am. If I can't remember like the ways that I messed up in the day, like I'm being avoidant then, right? Like I'm avoiding the mistakes that I made. I'm avoiding where I fell short, but like, why am I doing that? Like, is it because that, how am I looking at God? Am I looking at God? Like this, like this loving father, or am I saying like, I'm, he, he's going to judge me, right? Like he's not a, this harsh punishing God, right? So I, I need to like rework that part, relearn how I'm looking at God in my sin or like where I'm falling short, because maybe it's not that I'm being like sinful, but I'm, I am falling short. I'm asking for virtue. I'm aware of what I need to do. And then I do something and I'm like, that wasn't right. And like in the moment I know right away, but then I'm, when I need to reflect on it so that I can like, make the active choice and conscious decision to do better the next day. I'm not remembering it. So it just was a good, like, I need to be more aware, right? Like I, it's a good thing to be self-aware. It's a good thing to be aware of the ways that like we're falling short. But I think Amy, like what a good way to say that of like, that we're doing things really well. Like there are things that I've stopped asking because it like, or stopped asking for like the, this virtue every day because not that I feel like I'm perfect in it, but there are others that need more attention, right? Like that one, I feel a little bit more confident that I can like lean in with blank. Um, so I think that's been like, that's been a good realization this week in the examine of just like my own like spiritual life of I'm being a little avoidant and I can't be avoidant if I want to have this like full and like real authentic relationship with God. Like it has to be this one has to be all or nothing. Not everything in our life needs to be all or nothing, but this one really does need to be like, I think in, in the like continual effort of trying to give God all the parts of our day, right? It's not going to be the easiest thing. It's not going to happen overnight. And like, obviously that's why we're doing this like piece by piece. Um, but it's a good way to like be aware of that. So I guess just, Yeah. Don't be avoidant <laughs> this week. <laughs> like, just tell God, hey, buddy, didn't do that one today. You know, like, and remember it. And it, maybe if you have trouble, like, writing it down, I think that's probably what I'll try to do is, like, maybe try to write down my preview um, to help so that I can go back and, like, reference something. Um, but can't journal all day. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway. And I think, I think it's a problem for a lot of us. I know even in my examination, I get to the point where I'm really tired. Like, and I'm just like going through quick and then I say because then I also say the breviary you know I have other things that I do as a priest so sometimes this examination of conscience is not done as well as it should be mm. um, and it's kind of just going through just quickly but I think that's the beauty of of St. Francis of Sales again is he also said okay the evening is the best place to do it because you have your whole day but he's right. also very specific about throughout the day you're doing little mini examinations of conscience yeah and I've had really experiences of that this week. So I was on a mission trip with Focus. I went to Peru, uh, Lima, Peru, and it was really a beautiful experience. Um, but we were completely detached from our phones. Like we were asked not to use our phones. We, so I joined in that, um, that practice. So just being all day, like working, we worked, we made stairs out of concrete. So we were mixing concrete all day, moving the, the concrete by bucket. Like it was really everything by hand, very tiring, very hot. Um, but we were just together all day working. We ate together with the, the neighbors that were there. It's a really beautiful experience. But I had, you know, this one experience of an examination of conscience that really worked because 
on one day, um, all of our, like there's a bunch of us were just tired and some of the, the students were really struggling. It was hot. They were kind of breaking down a little bit. And this one, one student asked me to talk later. This was in the morning and she asked me to talk later because she was really having a, a terrible day. And then in the afternoon, I saw her sitting like really defeated, like kind of tears in her eyes, really defeated. But I had to mix cement because there was another, you know, there was other people who were out and we needed to finish. And I just kept working on the stairs. I kept working, mixing cement. And I, I didn't go out to her. I didn't reach out to her. Um, and then eventually somebody else went and reached out to her. And, you know, I, I saw all this happen. And in that moment, really doing an examination of conscience, like really recognizing that I was in the wrong, that I put my pride and I put my work that I was doing above a person, somebody who reached out, somebody who needed help, somebody I recognized needed help. I felt the impulse to go and I still said, no, I need to, we need to work. And, uh, and so I knew I had to apologize, you know, because I did that examination of conscience. I knew I was in the wrong. I knew, um, all that. And then I was able to go to her and apologize and explain and, and, uh, you know, ask for forgiveness or whatever. So that was an examination of conscience that was done at the moment. And I think sometimes we need those moments too, you know, to, you'll feel right away. You know, you'll feel that you did something wrong or whatever. And so to do an examination of conscience and then try to, to make up for that, um, there then, and not, you don't have to wait to the evening. Uh, so that's just another practice that, if we can't do the whole examination of conscience at, at evening, also we're practicing little examinations of conscience throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a, yeah, it's a good, it can be a good practice. It also is really interesting in your situation. It seems like you were able to remove yourself a little bit and see what happened. But sometimes it's interesting if you are still kind of in the heat of the moment and you're still upset and you don't want to let it go yet and then you start having that full internal battle of knowing (laughs) okay this isn't the right thing to do rationally here's the things going through it all um and I feel like that helps as well to start this practice because then you start getting into those moments where you would just normally just give into I'm upset right now so I'm going to continue on this way um but then when you start having all those internal battles, then you start going, okay, well, maybe I should rectify this a little bit sooner than I normally would. So it's also helpful if you're not able to remove yourself from those situations. When you start doing this practice, you start hearing the voice a little bit more telling you, okay, calm down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think, and I think it's exactly right. You know, to, all of this helps us to have that space, that space of hearing the, your conscience, you know, hearing your hearing God speak to you uh, through your conscience and knowing what the right thing to do and then to try to learn some practices to get through, you know, whether it be anger or resentment or um, recognizing that you really did do something wrong or this person is, is frustrating me. But a lot of times when we are frustrated, it's because there's something wrong with us. Hey. <laughs> it's true. It's true though. Like a lot it's of times, yeah, a lot of times it's, the other person has no idea and they're just being who they are. They don't really know. And a lot of times the frustration or resentment or anger that we feel is because there's something not balanced or right inside of us. So mm-hmm. to have the the tools or the reflection or the moments of prayer to ask, okay, what is going on inside of me? And why did I lash out at this person? And how do I rectify? How do I say sorry? Because it's not their fault. You know, a lot of times it's, they may be in the wrong at some situations, but a lot of times it's because it's something's going on in us, some yeah. sort of wound or some sort of thing that uh, is not right. So, 100%. I was yeah. just talking about that with my dad. I was saying that, like, um, especially leading into the LR, like that's a stressful season. 
And because like we were doing this and like had to talk about it, right? Hold you accountable to like really living these things because you're like, I know I need to speak about it, which like, not that you need to create a podcast. If you do, maybe we'll listen. I'm kidding. We won't. <laughs> um, but you know, like if you're doing things with other people or at least other people are aware of like what you're doing and they, you know, you're going to be in conversation, it does help to do that. So just that little tidbit, but just that when you're, you are creating this space for you, you are being like, you're trying every day to like be aware of like how human you are so that we can grow. Right. Like I'm trying to be aware of like, I know where I'm going to fall because I know myself um so then trying so there is that space there right where i'm like already having this internal and sometimes like external in my car like conversation like with god but that it just it does set you up to like encounter difficult moments with a little bit more grace right like the asking for grace is a real thing like grace is is a gift right and the gift that we need when we need it and we accept it and it's always being offered depending on the situation that we're in, but we have to be open to it. And so continually, continually for weeks before the LR saying, God, give me the grace that I need today, like helped, I think a lot. Like actually when I look back at the LR and like, again, very stressful and like you're dealing with a lot of people, dealing with a lot of like possible situations of just how, if you're fine, right? If you're like, you have yourself in check and like, I'm emotional, like all of those things and I'm stressed and all of this stuff. But it, like, if I can find a way to like really just control that and like offer it to God as something that he can use instead and I can be open to the grace, then I don't have to have strong reactions, right? Like things really can be fine. Like it's fine. We can take care of it. It's fine. It can be adjusted because then all of those things rub off on other people, right? Like if it actually is fine, not just it's fine. But no, 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 like it's fine. It can be taken care of. There are other people, right? There are ways to solve this problem. There are ways to relieve the stress. Then it actually can be, right? Like it's not just something that we say we brushed off and inside we're exploding. But like other people can feel that. And I think that was a, that was a huge, like huge realization for me because this really has been like the most consistent that I've been probably in prayer. And then especially in a stressful time because that's the first thing to go, Right it's me. I have to deal with it. It's my burden. I'm going to sometimes cry, whatever, and share it. Okay. But like it ends up being me and like God is nowhere in the conversation. So just that because there is an openness, because there's a continual like inviting God to come in where he's waiting to like helps. It really helps. And I think it, it helps us to be like just better people to the people around us. So not only is it helping to improve this relationship like with God, which is like the goal, right? Like to end up at the end of our life, like with him, but that we make dealing with us a little bit better, right? Like no one had to really deal with an outburst from me. I hope Amy, let me know. Father Steve, let me know. But, um, like I didn't have to like have a crazy reaction and then like apologize because like I, it really was fine, right? There was nothing so bad that we couldn't handle it. Um, and because I let go, like I was able to let go and, and you, and people were the graces that I needed, right? Like I could use people as the gifts that they were to help me with the stress that I was dealing with. But that really, that doesn't always happen. Like, and it happened because I could be in conversation with God. No, that's beautiful. And you know, I've never seen you before like work and prepare for an SLR. Like I've never been part of that process really, but I was really super impressed about 
I mean, all the changes that went into this LR specifically because of, you know, the COVID and people coming and not coming and, you know, last minute additions, last minute dropouts, uh, the snow and making decisions on the fly. And, you know, there's so many things that were up and down from, from the very beginning. The fact that you started planning like three months late <laughs> because of, you know, we didn't know if we we're going to have it. It was COVID good. Like what was going to happen? We didn't know. So the fact that really was very, I felt very consistent. I felt like you were able to really meet every situation and every person and just for where it was. And then, okay, we make a decision and then you ask for help and then we work together. So I was bar too high. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll <laughs> see next year. We'll see in October. October. Yeah, <laughs> October. We'll see. But this, I think that is the power of, of being in relationship, recognizing mm -hmm. that there's so much that we are not in control of mm -hmm. the little things that we are in control of. We need grace to do them well. Yeah. So if we're in, just constant contact and asking God for help and recognizing the gift of other people. And, and, uh, you know, it's the other thing is I, I try to do everything. Another example of trying to do things on my own is, you know, as SDB, so Salesians of Don Bosco and then the Salesian sisters, we try to pray a rosary every 24th of the month in honor of our, our blessed mother, Mary help of Christians. But this month we didn't do it. Why? Because I didn't ask for help. And I was in Peru on the 24th. And then when I got back, everybody's like, oh, I tried to log in for the rosary and it uh, wasn't there. I was like, yeah, it wasn't there because I didn't ask for help. I, you know, I've been doing it on my own and it's, it's not, the right, not the right way to go. So to recognize, yeah, that God sends people, we need help to do things. So, um, but that, all that recognition comes from, from a life of reflection, a life of prayer, examining the day. Um, yeah, so keep going. I think for me, the, the biggest encouragement that I can give is just whatever happens, just view it as being a learning experience. Because if you have a similar experience as Vicky, where you're asking for certain graces, virtues, and then you're like, okay, I'm, I'm doing better now. This, this area I'm actually growing in. And now I can start focusing on a different area. Like that's a beautiful way to end your day to be able to see that this is actually happening. But there was plenty of days when I was doing it and I said in the morning, God, give me patience here, here, and here. And then at the end of the day, I said, okay, so I didn't have patience <laughs> in here, here, and here. <laughs> and that's okay too, because it, everything is just helping you to grow and to learn and more about yourself and then also in relationship with God. So just what is the lesson that you're learning from that moment and to not be discouraged, but to realize that every single step that you're taking is a step forward. So it doesn't have to look the same every single day, but every single day is a step towards God. Mm. Nice. And that's another, like the specific examination of conscience. So St. Francis said, well, you can just focus on one virtue. Like you were saying, if it's patience, like your examination conscience can just be focused on patience that one day. So where was I patient or where was I not? Mm -hmm. So we don't have to necessarily look at all the virtues. We don't have to look at all the people that we met. We don't, it's okay to just, okay, I know I'm, I'm struggling right now with patience. So I'm just going to do an examination, examination of conscience on patience, the virtue of patience, um, because that's just being practical, you know, and, and learning and little by little, um, because also it says in the book that our prayer should have a concrete effect on our lives. You know, that sometimes so often we pray just praying, just throwing up thoughts with no real, like, we, we don't even expect it to have any effect. Like, we're really mm -hmm. not speaking to a God who is actually working on us and transforming us and converting us and all these things. We're just going through the motions. We're just saying prayers to say prayers. We're just, I don't even know, but I get that experience a lot. And so it's just, again, re, 
refocusing and re, I don't know, recognizing over and over again that we are in the presence of a God who is sending us grace, who is helping us to be become the person he created us to be. And so that our prayer should have some sort of concrete action, resolution. It should take effect in our day-to-day life. And so if we're praying every day and we're seeing no changes, we have to re-examine that. Like we have to look at what's what's going on. I love that. Pray what you mean and mean what you pray. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be patient? Be patient. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's got to be yeah. It's got to be concrete, you no. Know? And then recognizing it's all gift, but we yeah, it's got to happen. It's you got to see things happening in your life. That it's mm-hmm. so yeah. Too often, especially as a priest, you no, know, we get all this theological training, and sometimes our lives can be lived in this unrealistic cloud of theology and things, but feet on the ground no we're moving towards heaven hearts god is there but feet on the ground (laughs) what else you want to say good job welcome back welcome back welcome us back welcome amy back (laughs) (laughs) i've been here the whole time no we know from last week just making another joke after we forgave him (laughs) internally cries (laughs) so good so yes this week work on the examination of conscience Mm -hmm. whether that be in the evening or looking at it throughout the day Um, but it's really just a a great moment if we can get into just taking a deep breath at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and then going to bed and getting a good night's sleep and recognizing God's in control we have to let go we have to surrender we can't figure everything out in one day so take a deep breath say thank you ask for grace and and then examine examine the day Um, try again Try again the next day. That's it. That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. Any questions you guys have? Any comments you want to make? Is uh, send an email. Get in touch with us. We're more than happy. We got some good things coming out of the youth ministry, young adult, and youth ministry office here in New Rochelle. So stay posted for young adult retreats and for weeks of spirituality and uh, gospel. Uh, young adult retreat is June fifth through eighth. Open to anybody 18 to 30 years old. And May? It's going to be in... Oh, an, oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> He's like, don't ever Just cut don't. me off ever again. <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to like, yeah, 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 you got this, you got this. <laughs> yeah, Young Adult Retreat, June 5th through 8th. Yep. 18 to 30 at the Marion Shrine in Stony Point, New York. Bring your friends, you're invited. Bring 18 your friends. to 30. But reach out, you got to register. And then we have a week of uh, Salesian Spirituality in May, May 22nd to May 28th. Also, everybody's invited 18 to 30, but it's only guys, actually. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, but it's, yeah. Everybody's invited. Except, not, not women. Except, except females. <laughs> um, but, yeah, limited spaces, but just an opportunity to live together, work together, pray together, um, all learning about the Slesian charism and, and what that means. And then we're looking for, yeah, gospel roads. Things are happening. In NOLA, um, yeah. in Toronto. Lots of fun things are yeah. happening. So if you want to be involved, just... Shoot us an email That's on right. Instagram and DM. Let us know. Slack if you're there. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So we're, let's bring it out in prayer. The key. I will begin. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for bringing us together again. Um, and we thank you for all the ways that you offer, you offer us the opportunity to change, to examine the way that we have done things really well and the ways that we can improve We just thank you for this life that we get to live in community with others, but also with you, a God that really loves us and hears us and and wants us, wants us to be close to him. 
Um, we just thank you for all of those that are listening. We pray for them on their Lenten journey. Um, we pray for all of those that are um, uh, receiving their sacraments, uh, the Easter Vigil, for their continual preparation for, for their new life, um, uh, lived really close with you. Um, we offer this uh, to you. Amen. 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 Uh, St. John Bosco. Pray, pray for us. Mary of Christians. Pray, pray for us. And St. Francis de Sales. Pray, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you next Have week. Have a good week. Have Bye. a good week. I got this. Bye. Thank you.